Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Ye Old Movie Podcast, a.k.a. Your Pa. Simon the Honeydew Diggy Old Man Lane, um, famous YouTuber back in the day, uh, occasional streamer, philanthropist, kind of, you know, great guy all around, you know, kind of thing. And I am joined by, wait, I need to do you a proper, a proper intro. I am joined by G-Star. She is a lovely lady. What's going into him today? I don't know. G-Star. He's very hyper. Hello, my name is G, also known as G-Star Games. Um, I am one of your co-hosts, co-people, co-person on this wonderful (laughs) podcast about movies. Um, I'm not going to give a resume about my credentials because can't be asked for that. Don't have any. Don't have she any went to all girls grammar school. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She got two one in English literature and journalism. That's right. That's me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Me and Simon both dropped out of the same sort Astrophysics. of course. Astrophysics. Astrophysics. Yeah. Nice. Fine. It's fine. Oh, and who's that? Who's that other voice I hear? Uh, I'm Sophie. I don't need an introduction because I'm just hanging out, having a great little time. Uh, I'm also known as Booth. Yeah, that's that's true. I need no introduction. She doesn't need an introduction. I love it when people say, like, when they introduce someone, they say, and next, my guest, it's someone who needs no introduction, but then they go ahead and introduce the person yeah. anyway. Yeah. It's like, I want, it's like, I want somebody to say, here's someone who needs no introduction, and I just kind of barge in. We need to do that go, next week. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Booth. The weekend. Oh. But you didn't do the it properly. What well, do you mean? You you didn't say who needs no introduction. Ladies and gentlemen and others, here is a woman who needs no introduction. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't even say her name. No. <laughs> she doesn't need an introduction. I don't need True. it. I don't need it. Yeah. Um, before we begin, I have a formal YouTuber-style apology to make to G-Star Games. Mm. Oh, my God. Because in the past, uh, it was in the first and second, or maybe zero and one episodes of Yomp, she was convinced that, we, we kept saying that John Candy was in Uncle Buck where the bear oh my God. had a bald head. He got shot in, yeah. in, in, and it missed. And 
This was like six weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah but come on. We're yeah, just like to apologise to everyone listening. It you know how many people great outdoors. We confused Uncle Buck and the great outdoors. You know how many people like brought that up though. I got added on Twitter. At least five. Like in the comments, I think people in like my stream brought. I was like, okay, yeah, people noticed. They noticed that we were not talking about the same film. I honestly it's nice was no convinced. People care. They do care. They do. And, and of course, we did do that deliberately. And in every episode, we're going to make one deliberate mistake. <laughs> <laughs> my pronunciation of the word deliberate is deliberate, not the one in this episode. That's a different... <laughs> I was convinced because like, I'd seen The Great Outdoors, but then you guys were like adamant that it's Uncle Buck. And I'm like, oh, well, they, they must know. I'm, I'm just going to take their word for it. But I've seen The Great Outdoors like more recently than Uncle Book. And yeah. I thought it was a crap film. But oh my God. Well, we're not talking it. about that. No, we're, we're not, not talking all... about that today. All but, right. What are we don't talking get your about? knickers in a twist. I don't know what I'm we're talking to do a about. Segue. I'm oh, trying okay. to do a nice segue. I'm imagining Simon so on a segue now. I don't want us <laughs> to talk about John Candy movies for the next 10 minutes. I just love John because Candy. We're, we're going to be talking about Hugh Jackman. Huge jacked man. Huge jacked man in The Greatest Showman. It's the, um, I'm challenging myself, it's the be nice, be nice about this film challenge. Okay. You don't have to be um, nice about the film. Start the timer. Start the timer. See how long it takes. Uh, okay, so we're five minutes, 30 seconds. Let's see of, of the recording session that I've got going. Let's see how long it takes for me to actually snap. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> um, G-Star Games, this was your pick. Yes, it was. Would you, would you like to explain why you put this on your list? And, um, it made me feel sick. Sort of just... <laughs> Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. 20 seconds, I made it. Whew. That was hard going, Congratulations. Man. Congratulations. Nice. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those films that I find is a guilty pleasure i like mm. the songs they're catchy it's mm. a it's a fast food film if i could read i'm stars. so glad that discord, discord doesn't yeah. register it's all right the, view, the viewers will be able to hear it the viewers oh, will be, we'll able be able to, to hear, hear it, it but we are saved in this instance oh. um yeah it's just like it's, I don't take it too seriously. And I, I didn't put it on the list because I thought it's, no pun intended, the greatest movie ever. It's just <laughs> it's just one of those films. It's a guilty pleasure. I don't of think course. it's all that great. And I just wanted to torture you guys a little bit. Well, Thanks I mean, I guess that. The Greatest Showman is like, um, is like my Neil Breen. Yeah. You know? I don't think it's the mm. best film ever. But it's mm. a guilty pleasure mm. that I it's kind, kind of, of a, a like. warm blanket and a, a mug of hot cocoa of a movie. Yes. Yeah. For you. Yeah. <laughs> no one else. <laughs> no one else. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I picked it. Um, but I, in my watching yesterday, I was just cackling to myself because I was like, like at various points, I was like, they are going to hate this. They're probably seething at this part. I'm so excited to hear what they think. So I've got like paragraphs of rants about how it's it's not 
like based on reality. Yeah. But I mean, I went I went into this with an open mind mm. and an open heart and an open heart because I'd yeah. never seen it, I'd never known anything about it, and I can confirm I've never mm. heard any of the songs from it before as well. Mm. I'm pretty sure um, I haven't either. And um. so I was giving it a fair shot, mm. but um, I did write down one sentence which kind of sums this up. Um, <laughs> when I find it, it's like a long John Lewis advert. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it feels like an advert for like you know like when when they have a Christmas advert and it's all like yeah. oh, with feeling with feeling. Let's have a song and let's try and inject some emotion into this. Thing. Yeah. Um, oh, that is such a great description. I, get it. I love that. Oh, good job. All okay. Right. Well, we'll get into explain. What is some uh, a brief synopsis? What um, is this film? What kind of film is this? What's happening? What is it? It's a musical, it and it's about P.T. Barnum, which I didn't even know was a real base, a real person. Um, he started a circus, and you know, for for quotation mark you know, wanted unique peoples to join the circus and create a spectacle for all sorts of people to enjoy. And they sing a bunch of songs. There's a couple bumps along the way. And then in the end, everyone lives happily ever after. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. There's only nine songs in this film. Oh, you counted. That's too many. Um, there's only nine. You counted. But there's a couple of reprises. Yes. So it's the same song, slightly different. Yes. That's Later right. on. Um, I actually had to turn the songs down. Mm. Uh, right. I did not enjoy the songs at all, and I was trying to stay focused, but I was feeling a bit unwell. <laughs> I don't know whether it did make... It was making me feel like, oh, ooh, uh, ooh. Uh, oh two songs in, really not vibing, feels bad. Bring on the freaks, I wrote down. Uh, oh. I have to mute the songs so far. Uh, I've I basically got one page of notes because I was kind of in awe of what oh, was going Jesus. on. Um, you were so enwrapped by the great spectacle, the greatest show. Yeah, man, man. Yeah. So he's like he's he t- starts out and he's a he's a child s- servant in a, a house. There's he's a, a little boy. Just and he a has little a dream. boy. Yeah, with his dad, who I think his dad makes suits and stuff for rich people yeah. or whatever the the first song which is like right at the very very start the like daydream <clears throat> sequence all i could hear was whoa 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 and hugh jackman starts like singing lines and i can't i can't hear what he's saying wait hugh jackman like, the or the kid kid jackman hugh jackman you know the the very beginning where he's dreaming about like he's dreaming of being a grown-up hugh jackman Oh right! Whoa! And he Jackman's oh. almost whispering yeah. his lines. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And all I hear is "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "What? Speak up, love! Can't hear you." Right. So it's the dream sequence right at the beginning where he's in the circus, he's running the show. The CGI horses and elephants are everywhere. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. The CGI horses. That was that made me sad because I was like. Well, I'm not even going to get any animals out of this, am I? That's a, the the real horses. They they're out of a job now. We mm. just CG them. I did like the the ones that they'd painted like zebras. They were all right. <gasps> yeah. CGGs. Ah. Jesus. Beautiful. There was a lot of CGI, and it made me very sad. And it just looked mm. 
because it looked I think it was obviously meant to look like you know like a stage set or something but it just was like too much sometimes the worst bit is near the very end when he goes to jump on the back of a train and it looks like absolute fucking dog shit. Yeah, that was the really CG bad. <laughs> looks so bad. I know. It's oh boy. But I mean it didn't the CG didn't really take me out of it that much apart from like, no. like that bit really. I wasn't yeah. in it in the first place, so the CGI wasn't a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. So we have like him dreaming as an adult, and then it transitions to his like origin story as a kid, um, with his dad, and you know he's walk. He's very his poor. rich girlfriend. His rich girlfriend named Charity. Charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> fine, sure, fine um, name. Yep. I like the bit when her dad slapped him across the face. Yeah, and the dad and just said. Stay away from my daughter. And then the very next scene, it's he's with the daughter on yeah, the beach. They're just their ch- special place. They're vibing. They're you know sneaking off, having their little romance. Um, and uh, then the fucking hell that he, slap. I know God. the dad was like <laughs> he was so shocked, but he didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. He was like, yeah, this is fine. You can just throw my bounce my kid off the walls if you want. I guess. Yeah, rich people they can just do anything. They can slap kids. They've got yeah. the money for it. They do. They do have the money for it. Um, well, actually, no, back then there was a lot of child labor, right? Yeah. That's true. I mean, you know, little Barty, no, Barney, Barney Jr. <laughs> <laughs> little Jimmy and Timmy. He had to get a job. Yeah. He had to get a fucking job. And um, he he starts singing a song on the beach, and I paused, I immediately paused the film, Aww. and I just, like, I, like, look up to the sky Asking for strength from the baby Jesus. Yeah, I was I was wondering where baby Jesus was. I was like, where were you when the ro- when the dice were rolling, Jesus? Where were you? But, but you know what? I didn't mind that song. The little oh. boy's voice is pretty good. Yeah. I hated it, and I quite like "A Million Dreams" is the name of the song. We hear it a few times. Oh my god! I'm later so on, so excited. I quite liked it. I quite liked it. I thought as well that the actual storytelling of like them exploring this this rundown house, the like shadow puppet kind of thing. I like that part. Yeah, the the of, shadows you know, like circus shit. Mm. Um, and then like you know they but they're both older and they're exchanging letters. Mm. I thought that was a great that was great storytelling. Yeah, because it told a lot in a very short amount of time. Yeah, I didn't want them to linger on the kids too long because I was just like, Ugh, kids, you know, I, I don't care. But then they they told the story pretty quickly through the song. Yeah, so they was- absolutely told the story super quickly. I I said I wrote down. I keep thinking, how much story could there be? He achieved <laughs> everything in the first fifteen minutes of the film. <laughs> It's like, true. He hasn't achieved. What? What do you mean? What is he? What has he achieved in he fifteen want, he minutes? Wanted a, he wanted a girlfriend, and he got a, he got a wife, and he got kids. He wanted to he was, be the greatest showman, and he yeah. ain't the greatest showman. Well, yeah, but he was like, I thought there was going to be like, I thought it was going to be a biography, 
you know? Oh, oh yeah, no. biopic. No, that's just like that's it's just a like fictionalized version of his it's life. It's like watching Baz Luhrmann's Elvis movie and expecting accuracy, like mm. true oh accuracy. You're what not going to get it. One about um, Marilyn Monroe that was just nothing. Oh, did you watch that? I didn't watch it. I just it's heard about it. Oh, is that the one with the hot woman in from Anna um, de Armas? She plays her. Life's out. Yeah, she plays her really well. Like pretty fairly convincing, albeit the accent because she's got a very like yeah Spanish accent, whatever. But the story is so bad. It's like it's. it's I can't. I can't. It's terrible. Mm. There's just a lot of fucking in it. And like, there's <laughs> oh, not a lot of... God. There is, I swear. And it just doesn't... They make her out to be like, just the worst, ditziest moron that like, is just going through life and she's just letting everything happen to her. Which I'm sure like, that is a part of it, but they made it all about that. Mm. So yeah, terrible. Did you notice the foot in The Greatest Showman? The foot. There was a foot scene. Yes, uh, he was. He. It was like when he was looking down at his feet when he. Oh, the he was shoe. Looking, yeah, the shoe and his toes were poking out. Oh, yeah. there we go. I noticed yeah. another foot scene, but that'll be later. Oh, right. yeah. Um, is it Zendaya's feet? It is Zendaya's feet. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So where are where are we? Well, the, um, his dad died oh, yeah. like very quickly. His dad dies. With no but, explanation. You know, that's, yeah. So he's he's got to like make his own way in the world. He has he's got nothing. Yeah. Uh, even like the the very shoes on his feet are falling apart apparently. Mm. Um. So there's the bit where there's the woman with the weird face. <laughs> can we just? Can oh, we just? Yeah. She looked like. The evil old lady from Cinderella with the oh poison God. apple, the witch or whatever. But she's just a lady. She's just, just a lady. lady. She, gives yeah. an, she gives him an apple, and hopefully that's not poisoned. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's it touches upon how everyone is like, you know, pointing their fingers at like anyone who looks a bit different, and he's like. And they're like trying to but say, he, "Oh, they're lovely people." You're just yeah. Hugh Jackman sees them differently. He sees mm. these these people differently. Yeah. Um, and he, I guess, joins the railroad, makes a bit of money, mm. and then runs away with Michelle Williams charity. Charity. Mm. Yeah. She's now Mich- she's now Michelle Williams. She's all grown up, and mm. he's all grown up, and he's Hugh Jackman. Uh, Michelle Williams is twelve years younger than Hugh Jackman. Oh, Hugh Jackman's actual wife is like twenty years younger than him, or something. Really, really? She looks the same age as him. Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman's wife, wife. right? Um, she was born nineteen. So she's sixty-seven, and he is. She's older. She's older. Yeah, he's not. He's he's fifty-four. Yo, I thought you were trying to say. She was younger than him. No, oh, sorry, she, no. She it's did the say other, that. Sorry. Oh, I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm spacey. Um, no, that's fine. So, yeah, she's a lot older than Hugh Jackman. Damn. Apparently. Okay. There you go. Well, not a lot. What is it, like eight years or something? All right. Well, it's I don't not... know what it is. Like people, people have made for thirteen years. I mean, thirteen. It, oh, that's. They've been married for twenty-six years and have two children. Oh, that's lovely. True love. Two right children, there. like 
like P.T. Barnum has yeah. in the film. Um, although he actually had four children. One of them died at like two years old. Oh, is this real life um, trivia? Yeah. Right. So by the end of the film, there should be three kids, um, but there isn't. There's oh, just maybe the two they pop out another one because, you know. So huge, huge Jackman, he works in an office, a dead end job. He's like, boss, I can be, I'm smart. I can do that. Look, they've invented planes or something, except that it wasn't planes. It was like gliders. Right. They've invented yeah. gliders. We could make a fortune at this like shipping company. And um, he looks out of the window. Um, oh god, that's and it's, I love it. I love the <laughs> the row upon row of office workers all typing away, and in the background or you know behind the building is all these like row and rows of uh, gravestones in the cemetery. I just wrote, "I'm 14, and this is deep." <laughs> <laughs> It is like one of those memes. It would yeah. be like a cartoon. Yeah, it was very cartoonish. So, um, so the boss just like just interrupts him immediately and and gives a speech and says everyone is fired because um, <clears throat> was it all twenty of their ships got got destroyed in a single typhoon? Yeah, they all sunk. they're all at the bottom of the ocean, um, and everyone's everyone's sacked. Uh, but yeah, it just it. it goes really quickly from there because he's like okay this is my opportunity to go and uh go to the bank get out a loan fraudulent fraudulent bank loan right i love that that was very smart that the collateral for the loan were the ships yeah on the bottom of the seabed um but like no due diligence no like double checking that that's actually real or no i didn't have the internet back then g how could they check? Well, <sighs> can't Google it, can you? Yeah. It was the 1830s, maybe? 20s then? Um, um, did that feel... I f- no, that feels pre-war. No, did you say... Eight- pre-war. What, what year did you say? 1820s or 1830s? Probably 1820s. Wait, what? That's how long ago this film was. Like 200 years ago. What? When, when- he's... When he's in the office. Um, oh, shit. Okay. I didn't realize it was like 1800s. I thought it was like maybe late 1800s. Right. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It doesn't um, really specify. And it's like kind of all over the place. But I should have surmised because, yeah, everything seems a bit. It feels like it could be 100 years ago or, or 200 be, years it ago. It could be any time. Mm, we don't yeah. have any indication until we see. Queen Victoria hanging out. Yeah. True, but she reigns for quite some time, though. That's doesn't true. She? Yeah, but she's quite young. That's a young Victoria. So she's a young, hot. Well, <laughs> Queen Victoria. Um, yeah, thought, we'll get to that anyway. I thought that Should was go... so odd, but yeah. Well, we have. Oh, it was his daughter's birthday. I think the same day he got fired. La Mayor, I love that scene so he, much. He forgot that it was her birthday, and he just sort of makes up some bullshit um, yeah. about a present that's like a, a wishing machine. Mm. Yes. Um, I like how he's quite like, wholesome. It's wholesome, but he but is also, lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like it's a double. He forgot her birthday. Yeah. that's so bad. It's a double meaning. It's I, I wrote in my notes like he's. He's conning his kids into like making them think he got her a present, 
but that's sweet that's and also f- do. fucked up at the same time. But yeah, that, that is what they do. That's, which what, is... that's what parents do. They're just like, oh shit. Well, I mean, I'll, here, right. This is a, it's a cardboard box, but we can make it into a plane. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was sweet, but also fucked up at the same time. But it's just like, whatever. I, it's, it was trying to show you that he's like creative. And like, if he could give them the world, he could, you know, he, he wants And he's to. a showman. And he's a showman. And the girl's... Love it. They they fucking absolutely love it. Yeah. Um and um and there's the scene the scene in the bank when he goes to get the loan mm. to open his museum. He can hear he can hear this this raucous sort of voice of this person going, Ah the goat prices go up so the pork bellies go down. <laughs> was and that... I was like, what the fuck is this? I had a what question. Go- was that person cgi or something because like i think the mouth was why sometimes uh to like lip sync properly right because obviously it's a different voice it's not that person's voice that's based on a real person apparently yeah He's yes that, yeah that's but i just th- so that's tom thumb um he was a fictional character and he had he was inspired um, to create his own version. His his he made him into a general, dressed him up as a little soldier boy, Napoleon um, as well, little Napoleon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's yeah. a little bit. I was very confused why they like there were like bits that were CGI because I was like, is he actually like a? I don't, what's the P- PC word? Small person? Little person. Dwarf. Yeah, I don't know what the PC little word person. is. Dwarf is little fine. Person. Little person. Dwarf little is person. fine. So that reminds me of uh, the Forbidden Zone. That mm. definitely took uh, inspiration from that because there's the, the little person in that. Uh, I've forgotten his name. Um, um, he's dressed up as the king. Hervé uh, Villachez. Hervé Villachez. He's King Fausto. And it just, it reminds me of that for some reason. I was thinking of the, the little kid alien in Star Trek. <laughs> Christ. Do you remember that one? Which one? The, is, it, is it like Ron Howard's brother or something? That one. Oh God, I don't remember. Was this in the series? The original series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mm. was um, Clint Howard. Yeah, Clint Howard. Oh, fucking was Clint like, Howard. He was like a little boy... And he was like uh, an alien, but he had like a very like deep voice, like an adult voice. Why did they do that? So I'm just, I'm just like, why did they do it in the, did they do it in the film because they were like trying to emphasize that he was a grown man that was small? They do what, sorry? In the film. Yeah. They made his voice lower. They're trying to emphasize that he's a grown man. Even though the actual character was four years old. When he joined the circus. Oh. Yeah, oh. but he wasn't actually four years old. No, no. He... In the fictionalized version of the yeah, film. Yeah, he was like 20 odd. Right. Also, important to note that um the first like the first person that, that Barnum actually hired as like uh to, to you know to exhibit was him, um, wasn't it? Was sorry? Wasn't it him? Tom Thumb or No. No, it was when he he did his first sort of theatre thing um, in 1835. And his very first 
personally showed off was an African-American slave woman um, that he didn't buy because you can't just buy and sell slaves at this point. He, he rented her. Of course. Um, at least it was in New York City. Couldn't just like this isn't in slaves. the film, by the way, for people. Uh, this is yeah. this is real life. For some reason, they yeah. they didn't they didn't include I, him renting crazy. a slave. Yeah, that's crazy to show off to people. And he said that she was um, like a hundred and sixty-one years old. What? She was in her seventies. So she was an old lady. But he lied. Said she was one hundred and sixty-one years old, the oldest woman in the world. Mm. Um, he said that she she like. Raised George Washington. Sure. Um, when she was younger. Yeah. All this bollocks. And when she died, he arranged a public autopsy of her corpse. She what asked the... for that. She was like... She asked for that. She said, you can sell tickets to my autopsy. That's cool. What? I don't mind. That's nice. What? One and a half thousand people attended. Um, or assisted, as they call it, for these kind of things. Um, this is crazy. Absolutely fucked up. Yeah, I Absolutely never knew. I never up. knew that. That's fucking I'm gonna wild. Send you a. Uh, I'm going to read you out a, a piece from one of his other, um, one of the other people that he had in his sideshow, which was Zip the Pinhead. Go on. Um, <laughs> who was uh, an African American who had um, sort of like a tapered head and was thought to have micro microcephaly, but there wasn't any indication that his brain was actually smaller. He was probably like reasonably intelligent. Okay. But there was, I was reading about it. Barnum purchased the right to display Johnson from the circus and gave him a new look. A furry suit was made to fit <gasps> him. And I just read that as a, and, and his hair was shaped to a tiny point that further accented his sloping brow. And he was oh given zip, the name Zip the Pinhead, the what is it or the man monkey. The man monkey, African American oh person. My. So oddly enough, this was left out of the film. Yeah, all the, all the, 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 the racist parts. Yeah, yeah. Just... No, he's like really woke and accepting. In um... well, that's why he gave him a furry suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know how because like I didn't know this was based on a real guy, or whatever. But like, I wanted to bring up that we I started to watch the beginning of it on stream is that Jenny Nicholson video and she made a good point about how why couldn't they just make up an entirely fictional person like why did why did they have to go with PT Barnum like why couldn't they just do their own thing yeah i guess because like, I mean, this does it even like, say at the start that it's based on a true story it doesn't know i didn't notice no that's actually a good point they they didn't say like this is based on a real guy or whatever. So weird, isn't it? That is very weird. And like I kind of hate this trend of like them doing some sort of movie about a person who is like heinous, but they paint them in the most like pretty much like a really positive light. And by the end of it, you're like, wow, they're they're pretty stand up guy. They're a pretty cool guy. And it's just like that's not how they were in real life at all mm. but yeah um yeah so there was like that scene at the bank the bank you know they accept the loan because of the collateral the fake collateral that sits at the bottom of the ocean but then the, yeah. then he goes to like that scamming he's scamming people already. well he's, <laughs> yeah. he's a little little con artist isn't he um but then he like rocks up at tom thumb's house well, i mean before that he's he's got this 
he's got this museum and there's like the tallest stuff. giraffe in the world and yeah it's got it's got stuff in it and his kids are like you need something living that people will <sighs> want to come see and he picks up the, the tom thumb book yeah and that's that's when he's that's like his inspiration inspired. so he's like right i'm gonna find people to put in because she's like get a mermaid or something yeah um, apparently which he is did. a reference yes, yes. Apparently. it's a nod to the fiji mermaid Wee. Which is like a baby monkey sewn to a fish. Or what something. the f- um, Excuse me? Yeah. And, um, yeah, what? it horrified people. And Rightly they thought so. it was real. What? Have, real you seen, have you seen my taxidermy? No. Everybody. No. I have what is, uh, what it was sold as. Um, when, you, when you say your taxidermy, you're not the one that's doing it. I didn't do it, no, but I have, no. I have cryptid taxidermy. In my house, um, I have a jackalope, um, which is a rabbit with antlers. He's mounted on my on my wall. I have um, the kitten with wings. That's quite oh a good God. one. And I is also that actually a living cat. At some yeah, point? that was a living oh cat. Wait, and wait, then wait. I have what is um, what is what it was sold as um, a demon chick. Uh, I'm going to try and find a picture <laughs> of that. One. It's got. It's a chick that's like got four legs and it's got little demon horns on it. Uh, it's the most beautiful thing. I love it very, very much. I love my taxidermy. It's weird. Um, this is what she spends your um, your Twitch sub money on. I got it on Throne. I put it on Throne. People bought it for me. I'm so happy. She bought you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Multiple that's people amazing. have bought me taxidermy because okay. I go, I want this taxidermy. And then I put it as a fundraiser. Yeah, we. Bought Sophie this weird fucking chick. Oh my god, that's wonderful. So, um, basically, um, P.T. Barnum turns into Nick Fury. Um, yes, and he's, like getting the Avengers together. What an analogy! Holy shit! I just like how he like rocks up to this guy's house. I was like, how the f- fuck did he like find where this guy lives? And then he just pulls out. Googled it. Um. <laughs> I put a picture of the chick in the recording server. By oh my god! In the recording server. Okay. Well, that's nice. They'll enjoy that. That yeah. is. Um, Isn't he gorgeous? He kind of is in a weird way. Were they just dead? And then they yeah. were like, right. I can okay. t- I can give you some stories about taxidermy. But it, basically, it's illegal to kill things for taxidermy. Okay. Um, and chicken farms, unfortunately. A lot of little things just kind of die on on farms, um, and uh, yeah, you can. Uh, that's where my my friend actually started doing taxidermy on ducklings that had passed away naturally and roadkill and things like that. So, oh my god, roadkill! Yeah, things that just, just... like a, f- a flattened badger. Yeah, get that <laughs> mounted on my wall. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but I thought I. I like this weird stuff. I would be so into P.T. Barnum's fucking weirdo shop. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> let's go for it. Let's do this. Oh, okay. I did, I, he, only, the, he, he only sold three tickets when he just had stuffed animals. Yeah. One yeah, of them yeah, was yeah. me. I was buying that. that was, you yeah, were one of the three. Sophie. Uh, no, it was actually Sophie during the morning show, afternoon show, and evening show. So it's all in the yes, same day. Yes, it was all oh, me. I just wanted yeah. to go back and see that giraffe again and again. I wanted to <laughs> climb it like the little kid did. Um, 
Please let uh, me climb it. Let me climb it, Mr. P.T. Barnum. Mr. Peeps. Mr. Peeps. Uh, yeah, so he like goes to the hospital, gets the address of this guy, rocks up at his house. It's like, yeah, you want to, you know, get paid for being mocked? And he's like, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. I'll get paid. Well... No, he, he hates it, and, and then he's like, I'll dress you up as a soldier. They won't laugh at you, they'll salute you. Yeah. And that, like, wins him over, and he's yeah, like, oh, he, that sounds bog. He was very, very easily persuaded. Um, and then I think he, like, goes, the next stop is the lady with the beard? Who can sing? The bearded yes, lady. the bearded lady. Bearded he, lady. He's a really good singer. He tells her that she's beautiful. Yeah. Well, she is. That beard just looks so bad, though. Like, I think when they first found her, it looked fine, but then they, like, trimmed it and then tried to tidy it up, and it just looked fake. It just looked really, really fake. And I was like, you should have just left it when it was, like, curly and shit. That looked more natural. Um, Yeah. But then he had, like, people, you know, he obviously put out advertisements for people to come and you know, join to come. Uh, and then he had like a whole line of them, you know, rocking yeah. up. There was fucking Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> tattooed man. Yeah, the tattooed man. The Irish. Who, ironically, the, the actor didn't have any tattoos. He had to wear an entire like bodysuit body suit for it, which is... Could you not yeah. have found a, a person who... Can't be that hard. Can no. it? It's not like he like has many fucking lines in the film. No, he's like such a side character. It's insane. Like you could have just gotten a really, really tattooed person, unless they were like, I they like need to trying be able to dance. Well, that too. But also, they wanted someone with the identical tattoos to the original. Man. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and if someone shows up and they got like a fucking big. Pikachu <laughs> tattoo on their face. It's like Meh. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, oh my god! But yeah, so you had like a whole bunch of people showing up, and he's like, "Okay, you're going to be the this like giant Russian man." He's like, "You're going to be the Irish giant." Like, just what's, what's your name? And he's like, "Beautiful Kiddush." He's yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, that won't do. You're Irish now, buddy." <laughs> yeah, it's like you're you're an you're Irish man. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, and, he, uh, and then he gave like I think he made the, him walk on stilts and like the world's largest man, and he's like, "Oh, you weigh how much? Okay, no, you actually weigh this much." So he's always like changing, you know, the truth, like yes. stretching the truth. You know, he's he's exaggerating things a bit. Yeah, it's what he referred to in real life as humbugs. I think. Yeah, the, 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 little it's lies. Like, little lies to get the it. It'll make. Them, it make people turn up to come Hoodwink. and see. Yeah, he's hoodwinking people just to make them come and see what's going on. But this time, they don't time. know how much someone weighs or how tall someone really is. It doesn't matter. No. You know, they, they sort of buy into it, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, that's a that's a big guy." Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Exactly. Um, uh, then, then I guess like there's like a couple antagonists, but not really. Well, the the main the an- critic. Yeah, the critic, but he's not really an antagonist. He's no. just sort of there. 
Um, and then, like, the main antagonists are the people who are, like, not happy with this show, you know, because they, they The don't... locals. Yeah. With their flaming torches. Yeah, and their pitchforks and, uh... Yeah, so they're, they're, they're sort of, like, uh, throughout the film, you can see the tension bubbling. They don't like this show, um, that's being put on and stuff. Um... They're heckling. Yeah. They're, you know, waving their torches. They're calling them freaks. Yeah, um, but then I one of my favorite parts was the reporter asked Hugh Jackman if he Hugh Jackman's character if he was a philanthropist, and I half expected him to say, "Well, yes, my wife's name is Charity," <laughs> but he didn't, and I was really sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so bad. I know. Um, so but he has he has all of his friends now. I called them friends. Family, family. Of, they're family. They even said it at friends, the end. They're family. They even said it at the end that they're family. They're a family. Yeah. And um, and then we get the first gay song. Um, what first gay song? Come alive is the first gay song. What? Um, it's it's a song that incorporates almost every genre of music. All together, mashed together, and the people they're singing about being hidden away and being ashamed of who they are, and now they can feel proud. They're out in the open, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is a song about being gay, isn't it?" And <laughs> um, um, is that it was a song about people like the Yogs cast. Oh. It's not. <laughs> it's not even the first gay song. There's another gay song later on. Is this your interpretation or is this fact? No, they're 100 percent gay songs. Um, Why? You, what makes you say that? Because they're not subtle about um, the themes. Well, but whatsoever. aren't they? Isn't it because they're different and they like don't want to be hidden from? In, in the, the film, yeah. yes, yeah. But to people watching the film, they're like, oh. Right. I mean, I guess. And- well, yeah. That that kind that does make sense. I, it would fit in that remit, but I don't think it's all about mm-hmm. you know being gay and stuff but i think it fits in that category the whole film isn't about being gay no no no, no. but i think it definitely fits in there even though there's absolutely huge jackman huge jacked man wait so he... i have a question is this where the is this the first circus like irl this is he started the first ever no sh- so it, so before no. P.T. Barnum, there was like still a circus thing, like somebody else had yeah. done it before him. Circus was, yeah, it's been a thing for so many years, okay. at least 10 years earlier. Um, okay. do, are we Googling the history of circuses? I was, I was just more curious, because or... like the way he sort of like came off about it was... You know, like with the the uh, the reporter had written in the article, it was like, oh, you know, something something circus, and then P.T. Barnum was like, oh, I like that word you used, and then it like zooms out and it says, you know, something P.T. Barnum circus or whatever. So it right. it kind of just made it seem like that was the origination. I think it's just that it's the first time that he thought of referring it as a circus as opposed to a museum of curiosities or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy mm-hmm. was trying to insult him, and he, I mean, he very truthfully said it's like a circus, and it was like a circus. Yeah, okay. So it's not even an insult, it's just an accurate comment on what it actually was. 
Um, yeah. So, uh, Hughes Royal Circus in London in the 1780s. Oh. That's in, in our very own country. I like, wait, his name was Hugh? That's ironic. Because of Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <gasps> what the fuck? <laughs> Go through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So we're like we're like half an hour into the film and Barnum's dream has already come true. Pretty much. He's selling out the you know, the show. He's the ringleader. You know, he's killing it. He's fucking killing it. Um <laughs> and I was like, how the fuck is there still like another hour of the film or so? Yeah. When he's achieved what he set out that's to do. What I, that's yeah, exactly. Well, that's Sophie my point. said that fifteen minutes into the film. <laughs> so Yeah. So yeah, I can get that. He was happy. He's like fucking. There you go. He's happy now. But he wasn't happy enough, and he mm. wanted more and more and more, and he got greedy about it. Yeah. Well, his wife at one point says, "You know, when is it ever enough?" Which yeah, it's like yeah, when the fuck is it enough, bro? Like, get a grip. He has money. He has money now, and his his wife is from from money, and he wants her to be happy. But he, he buys her I, a giant he, mansion. He just wants to rub it in people's faces. It turns out, right? I wrote this down as well. I mean, I, I don't remember what point. Oh, I get it. He is a cunt <laughs> because basically he's just he's just there to take advantage of people that are different. Yeah, make money and rub it in people's faces that he's got money now and mm. basically like take advantage of everything and everyone um i think the house that he bought was down the road from her from, parents yeah, it's the house that they were in in the beginning uh the one where he like takes her through um oh, that rundown that house. rundown house that is like wow you didn't i didn't even realize okay yeah that's crazy well, he must have got a good deal on it then. Well, I just... It was I, a fixer-upper. I look at places like that and I just thought, who the fuck needs that much space? Like, it's going to get dusty. It's going to get dirty. Who's upkeeping it? It's like, you don't need they, that much you space. You need staff. They have staff. Yeah, um, they do it. But they I don't, get the Roomba. It didn't look like <laughs> they did, but I think usually you would have staff, yes. But it just... Well, we didn't see it no, in the film. They're not going to show the domestic situation. They're not going to show the help. They're yeah. not going to show all the black people that have to fucking clean the place, are they? No. Exactly. Because we want to keep it... We want to get rid of all that. Gaslight everyone. Yeah. And fun. And, like, this is the f most fun... Uh, this is the most fun film about a circus and there's nothing untoward about it. There's nothing ominous going on behind the scenes. Uh, everything is... Everything is sunshine and rainbows. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um, he, so he's, he's bought the house, he buys ballet shoes for the daughter that she wished for mm -hmm. way back. She starts studying ballet. Machine. Yeah. And, uh, She's studying ballet. Her There's a party later on. It's like the next scene, and um, her her ballet class classmates is oh, that what they would be called? Fucking hell! Yeah. They mock her. They say that she stinks of peanuts. I put ha ha ha. Which I found very funny. Yeah, I in caps. I put ha 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 peanuts. Uh, period. Kids are fuckwits. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just that's what they sell. That's I know, what they sell. I like know, the circus. I peanuts. know. It's just I hate kids sometimes. She because they like their insults are. So, I know they're meant to be dumb because kids can be dumb, but it's just like 
Oh my god, really? She smells like peanuts? Okay, that's hilarious. Moving on. Like, that didn't even need to be in there. They could have said, right, they could have said, look, one of the freaks escaped. Yeah. Look, uh, look Friends, she fits right family. in with, with the rest of them, you yeah. know? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I can be way more creative. Yeah. Like, but they went oh my with, god, ha, you've ha, shaved ha. your beard off today. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Like oh, like you could you could totally. Oh, I'm a pig, the pig girl, the stinky pig girl. Yeah, they could have gone with and a lot more, but they went with ha 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 peanuts. I'm just a really good bully <laughs> to children. <I> think, <laughs> yeah, she's great. She's great at that. It's good I'm to really have good a hobby, at, though. Isn't I'm really it? good at bullying. I've taken from my own experience here, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. But yeah, she, the cycle. she's feeling a bit dejected about that, about being bullied. She doesn't really want to do ballet anymore. And I had a similar experience, actually. Oh? My ballet. Anyway, who cares? Zac Efron is in the film now. Oh, oh, Zac Efron! I want to hear, when the, did, no! when did I wanna hear the ballet drop? story. What's the ballet I, story? I fell over in ballet and I hurt my chin and people laughed at me and I never <gasps> went back. Oh, boo! You just slammed your chin into the ground. Yeah, I fell over. Is this why you get bully chin. kids now? Is this why you? It's one of the reasons why. Okay. I just hate kids as well. You know, yeah. they deserve bullying. Um, <laughs> Zac Efron is in the film, and Hugh Jackman tries to bring him on as a partner, and he's mm. tried to get one over on him, do it for cheap. And I, and then Zac Efron starts singing, and I was like, when did his balls drop? Because I've not seen Zac Efron in anything since he was in. High school, High school musical, musical yeah. which I didn't watch either, but I saw that advertised. And like loads of my friends in school were like big high school musical fans. It was mm. their whole personality. Yeah. And they had birthday parties themed around high school musical. Oh, he's been, Jesus. He's been in a lot, I think. I think he did, which isn't like a glowing review because I this is mm-hmm. the first thing that came to mind. Uh, he was Ted Bundy in that, like, Ted Bundy. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he was. He was, yeah. he was Ted Bundy. Uh, he's been in Baywatch. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, the Baywatch movie. That's the one where he's trying not to look at Alexandra Daddario's tits. tits. Yeah, but how can yeah. you not look at Alexandra Daddario's tits? They're, like, they're insane. They have their own they're orbit. Insane. They have their own gravitational pull. Um, but yeah, he's been in a few things, but I don't know. There's just in this... there's something about his face that infuriates me a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, oh, do you guys get I that? I knew you were going to say something like that. Really? I just knew it. He's got a big square because head. I don't like. There's something about him I don't like either. Yeah. He looks very. He looks like he could be like Heathcliff, right? Yeah. He's got a sort of ruggedness to him. Yeah. But he's a pretty boy. It's his eyes that make him a pretty boy, I think. As well. I, yeah. I agree with you there. I don't think he's all that. Like, I don't... It's a, it's a strange combination, but it gives him a unique look. Yeah. You know? He's recognisable. And yeah. Uh, yeah. sometimes that's important. Uh, yeah. But he, he gets taken on as partner with... He's not even a real person, by the way. No, he's fiction. Philip Carlyle is not a real person. Never he's not even up. a real partner. He's sort of like an apprentice with a big paycheck. Yeah, he's a I junior... Junior partner, junior partner, or something? junior partner. Jun- yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's ten percent. Well, it kind of annoyed me a little bit because they were at this play that he like wrote or produced or something. We see nothing about this play uh, yet. Apparently, he's got a flair for business, a flair for entertainment. Apparently, he was in some sort of scandal, which again they don't elaborate on. And it's just like we're supposed to take 
their like Hugh Jackman's word and like the movie's word that this guy is like the shit. Yeah, and Hugh Jackman's just immediately like, I gotta hire this guy. Yeah. And like, it's like what? what you literally just met him. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Where are your credentials? Get- like what's the what the fuck? He has a he has a track record of doing that. True. Yeah. He just like, yeah. he doesn't give a shit. Does it, does it later with the Swedish Nightingale? Oh yes. Dab. Can you put your fucking Tamagotchi away? Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you went ADHD. to New York. God. He went in, He went on holiday to New York. New York. York. Yeah, he went on a plane. Um, <laughs> so they're in the bar. They're doing shots of water. Did you like? They're getting very well hydrated. Did you like that 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 whole sequence? The song there. Did you like that? I didn't mind the song. I, okay. I've got like a ranking of the songs I can give oh, later. Oh fuck! Um, I'm so excited because I have a question. About that, this was, was actually my second favorite song I, in the thing. I was going to ask both of you, and Sophie, you have to answer. Like you, you <laughs> have to, you have to answer. Okay. And it is, what is your favorite song in the film? I don't remember. They well, do all blended to one. Do like, you remember it's a John the, Lewis advert? Okay. Do you remember like maybe the scenario? Maybe like I remember when... them them singing songs, but I don't they remember. They were dancing around. They, they were dancing and sing. It was in a circus. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. What, I, I went one of those before. I've seen them before. I don't They're remember. The, I don't. I wasn't taking in the music. It was. I have synesthesia, so everything is music is very visual. Anyway. Okay. And. It, it, the whole thing was quite overwhelming. <laughs> okay. There was oh a God. lot of stuff going on and the music was sort of like muddying things. But like I said, it was, it felt very, um, it was manufactured music. Yeah, I very, get that. It's very, yeah, it's, it follows like a, what's it, like a formula, I guess. Yeah. But None if you... If stood you, out to me. If you had to think of like like the 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 song with Zendaya and Zach Efron's character, or the song where um you know Zach and uh, Hugh Jackman are singing together, or the song like none of them they all just blended. You can't. You yeah, can't, I can't. I can't differentiate. If you played me one of the songs now. You probably. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell unless it was like the one where the kids singing. I'd be like, "Oh, that's the one where the kids singing." If we singing. could rewrite but the stars, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you the scenarios okay. of what was going on. Um, okay. I mean, I'm. I have a terrible memory anyway, but it just sort of it slid over the top of my head. I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to sit here and sort of take it in as much as I can." Yeah. Fair enough. It's not my taste in music anyway, yeah, so that's fine. I, I think I have to be, for example, musicals like Labyrinth, songs like in that, that's fucking, that's my jam. I can take that in and I'm like, yeah, dance magic David dance. Bowie, isn't David it? David Bowie. Like, what the fuck? Um, that's, that's my sort of music in a musical, but I find them all blending together very much if I'm not into that sort of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's totally fair. I, I would, I'm kind of echoing Booth a little bit. It's not really my my favorite kind of music. 
Okay. And I did have trouble remembering the songs. I did re-listen to the soundtrack so that I could remember what songs they were okay. and put them down in my notes, the names of the songs. Um, so I can only really remember them because I listened to the music again, second time. Yeah. Which is um, dedication. After the film. That is yes. dedication. Yes. So, so what was your favourite then? What do you think? Rewrite the Stars was my favourite song, even though the start of the sequence is incredibly fucking cringe. Yeah. Um, Some, yeah, we'll get to that part. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. So they they get hydrated. They um they they go into business together. They they don't shake hands. They sing they, on the bar like it's Coyote Ugly. You know they're all, they're fucking tap dancing all over it. Hugh Jackman plays the piano, stops playing it, and it keeps playing. Yeah, love that. <laughs> love that bit. <laughs> he, he um they go to the circus, and uh, Zac Efron's fictional character instantly falls in love with Zendaya, who is also a fictional character, didn't exist. Oh, um, she she's she's fantastic. So, yeah, he's like homina homina. She's she's very pretty. Like, I, why wouldn't you? I wish she had more stuff in the movie, but she was she was very sidelined. I feel like she didn't say much, but no, a lot was, of the characters didn't say much. So she's just there as a love interest to shoehorn things in that don't exist but also they they cut loads of people out of the final cut there was loads of there was like albino uh people there was the conjoined twins they that, that was a real person that were people that was sorry. The, one of the yeah they were the real people yeah they and they, they didn't get they were just like yeah well we're just going to focus on um this short man who yeah. isn't short enough so we're going to have to green screen his legs out yeah which is genuinely insane. what they did well, that's why he looks so fucking CGI the whole time. Because he was. Most of him was CGI. They, had to, they made him kneel down and they green screened his legs out because he wasn't short enough. Good lord. Because the actual oh actor god, is so funny. four foot two, which isn't too much shorter than I am. Uh, <laughs> and so they, they. I think the actual. The actual person it was based off was like three foot something so mm. like right kneel down and then they took his voice and they put someone else's voice over the top of it man that must suck to be that actor <laughs> he's doing shit. pretty well you know he's, he's having a lovely time i looked him up on instagram i'm interested in the actors and the actresses and stuff that's uh, insane not the not the music not the music but, not yeah. the movie no, i'm very interested in the actual life of of the people that were in the show of P.T. Barnum. Was there cool. a bearded lady? Which... Yeah, there's always a bearded lady. Yeah. Um, and there's like wolf wolf boys and stuff. Yeah. Tell you what is a really good um it's a really good show that I was looking at all the films, I was like, oh, which is the film with the sideshow mm. that I really like? And I've forgotten it. Um it's like I, there's Vampire Circus, which isn't quite the same, but that's hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking really funny. Um, and then there's, uh, I mean, I love the Elephant Man. That's that's brilliant. You like that one? The movie or the the actual? Yeah, yeah, yeah both yeah. of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Funhouse, um, where it's like it's a slasher by to Toby Hooper. 
Mm. That's a good oh. one. Oh. Uh, Santa Sangre. Oh, I love that. Santa Sangre is super. It's a Jodorowsky, Jodorowsky film. Simon would like that. I love Booth. Like, she's got a whole list in her mind of all these, like, uh, I guess, like, circus slash. Yeah. Would you say circus freak? and sideshow? Sideshow, uh, yeah. Sideshow <laughs> films. And... Do, do sideshows <laughs> exist today? No. No. Um, I think they're seen as very exploitative these days because <sighs> even though the even though the people were paid good money, were they? We don't we're need in, it, do we? We got reality television now. That's True. our kind of that's our kind of freak show these days. Just put Big Brother on. True. Is Big Brother still um, a thing? I think they changed channels a while ago. Okay. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That's the new. Oh Jesus! Sideshow. Gross. Oh my god. You've got god. Noel Edmonds eating a caterpillar and then I don't think Noel Edmonds was ever on it. He was. That he was, was totally very specific, Simon. She was she said Noel Edmonds eating a caterpillar. Like Yeah, like I remember he'd Noel never Edmonds. eat a caterpillar. He would. He'd suck he Mr. Blobby's would. dick, so of course he would. What the fuck? Oh, that might have been a another thing. That was I think that was a dream. Yeah. Sophie's um, fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there are there are so many other films. I was thinking of other films all the time through this film, going, "Oh, that's like Santa Sangre, where they they've actually got wit." Like there there was like the tattooed lady, and then the guy was throwing knives at her. Uh, there's always someone that's tattooed. There's always someone that's got a beard. There's always someone that's short. There's always someone that's fat. There's oh my god, that's, that's us three. <laughs> that's us three. <laughs> Which one's G? I've got a beard. You're short. She's tattooed. She is. Uh, oh my that's god! True. That's. True. I mean, you're tattooed as well, but she's got I've, more. Wait, I've only got one, two, three, four. Very little as well. Not to not to deviate too much off of this, but I I don't know if you. Did this you guys... is already a deviation. True, 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 true. Mm. But have you seen Nightmare Alley? The one, the Gilmore Del Toro one, oh, that god. where it's like a he has his own like circus. As well, yes, I think I have. Oh, it's oh, awful! Yeah. I hated it. Oh, there's oh. a lot. Do you remember? Have you seen? She was watching it like, "Where's the musical numbers?" <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that one, Simon? Have you seen it? Uh, Carnival, and there's a, an old man. Carnival. Carnival. Yes, and they, a- it got cancelled. Um, so they never really finished it. Oh, I wasn't thinking of that, but I'm enjoying. Oh. Enjo- I'm enjoying it. It was uh, <laughs> it was a sixties. It was a G- G- Romero uh, kind of the amusement park. That's it. Sorry. Oh, the amusement park. The amusement that's another, park. That's another really fucking weird one. Was that one of these films that was lost and then they yeah. found it again? Yeah. I I think um, things that fifty four minutes long. Whoa, <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. And again, the Forbidden Zone has quite a lot of strange uh, freak show type things going on. I think it's just a very strange film. I like films that are weird. Um, I don't, and I, I wrote down Bring on the Freaks, otherwise it's the John Lewis advert. And then I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to see one of uh, things that made P.T. Barnum very rich. Go on. What was that? Um, he actually... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, she's cackling. I'm scared. What, what was it? So, one of the things 
that he did um was he did put on like um handsomest toddler uh <laughs> displays what? What the fuck? Like, like like fattest children and stuff <laughs> so, like, like, what is this this reminds you of those uh those little like toddlers in tiaras type yeah, thing man. is that kind of like I, that i guess so i'm looking at like um the handsomest boy. <laughs> the handsomest boy co- competition. Uh, stuff like that. <sighs> what the what? fuck? It's fucking brilliant. Like that. He didn't enter the circus business until he was 60. And. What, P.T. Barnum? Um, yeah. What? And, no, this is actually touring as a circus. Yeah, touring as a circus. So he did the, the other thing first. Ah, oh, gotcha. Um, but he did, he did beauty do- contest dog shows. Policy contests and the most popular were baby contests such as <laughs> the fattest baby or the handsomest twins. <laughs> Those were how he made his money, and I was like, "Where the fuck are these fat babies?" Oh, that's kind of genius. Show me these fat babies. Show me these these handsome twins. I have to see the most handsome twins. He's just scouting to get like more acts for his, you know, his his carnival, his circus, or whatever. I, the, I I love that that he was just like oh, I'm just gonna organize these shows about fat babies. Fair enough. The guy knows yeah, man. what works, I guess. Right? He knows what people want to see. But <laughs> where the, the f- fuck did he get the idea for that? Like <laughs> he just probably sees random things, and he probably goes and talks to people and goes. What don't you like about people? And then they sit and they list like a whole bunch of shit. I don't like fat babies. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll make a whole competition around it. But he, in the film, he decides that he wants to get this singer lady. Yeah, right? that never happened. So she's real. She's a real yeah. person. It did no. He did. In real did life? Happen. Yeah. No, I, I read that they never like actually. You know, he toured with her for like almost two years. What? And across they had, America, in the contract, she was paid one thousand five hundred dollars a day for each performance. Whoa, um, back then. And in yeah, and in the contract, she would have to pay him fifty thousand if she quit or cancelled. So it was like he made loads of fucking money off it as well. She made the equivalent of about $12 million in today's money, and he made about $20 million off of their tour. Right. Insane. Absolutely insane. They made a small fortune. Oh, he had to pay a small, lot in a costs. Small fortune. So what I saw... He had to pay a fucking fortune in costs. What I saw was P.T. Barnum's relationship with Jenny Lind was fictional. Oh, Yes, yeah. that was fictional. He didn't. Yeah. She didn't fancy him. He was. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. That's she didn't what, kiss him. That's what I got. None from. of that happened. That was like such a whoa moment. She was like yeah. so um, infatuated with him. We're skipping. We missed ahead. the Queen Victoria. Yeah, yeah, we just sk- missed the. We were There's not- the one bit. Yeah. Um, when um, they get invited to meet Queen Victoria in England, um, and. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm not going unless I can take all my friends with me. Um, and so they're all invited, every single one of them. Yeah. Right, so, so, so why, when you were invited to number 10, 
Simon? Did you not say, I'm yeah. not going unless all my friends are going? Yeah, Simon, what the so fuck? I don't have any. We are friends. Um, yeah. I ain't got friends, I got family. Oh. Nice loophole. Nice loophole, bro. I didn't want to fucking go and shake hands with Rishi Shunak. What the fuck? Wait, you got I invited? I want to have like a hand buzzer. I did get invited to number ten. Yeah. Why? I think there was an. I think. I think it was like an error. Why did you get invited? Clerical error. I thought he was going to do the double glazing. Yeah. Wait, what's the context here? Why were you invited to Ten Downing Street? Because they were looking for like real, real good people to um to meet to to come down to Ten Ten Downing Street. Should I? I've got the email somewhere. I would love to. Should I look it up? Do they just do um, this randomly? Do they just pick people from yeah. the electoral right. roll like it's um well, no, it's you, not like random jury people. duty or something? And then no, no, it's not. It's not quite. It's like, not quite that random. Come peasants, it's look to do at with video gaming. Is it? It was a reception to celebrate video games in the UK. Um, and you were. And <laughs> I was invited in April. To go to Ten Downing Street. Um, why do you find this funny, by the way? Yeah. Well, that's it. No, just laugh it up. Laugh it up. We got invited to Ten Downing Street, and you were laughing at me. I cannot believe you didn't go. I got I, the email here. I'll I can't send you believe your picture. you didn't freaking go, and you didn't like. Why like, would I? Like to take me, and we could have gone, and you could have been like, "This is my Minecraft wife." <laughs> <laughs> Simon Lane is invited to attend a reception to celebrate video games in the UK. I don't know why you're laughing at this. Why the fuck are you laughing? Because it doesn't really make sense. Where where <laughs> would they have gotten your name from? Did they invite Lewis? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hear that he got invited. I guess it was just me. Do you like, see what I mean, though? They messed up. They meant to invite him, and they invited me. Oh uh, my god! This is just so bizarre. But like, happy for you, I guess. Thanks. I'm You're happy welcome. I'm happy Thanks. for you. I'm happy sad. that happened or sad. <laughs> what's the, what's that uh, mean? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry that happened. Or I'm I'm happy for you. Yeah, I ain't reading that. <laughs> oh Good, god. Thank you. Oh, I love you, Simon. I'm sorry. You should have gone though. That would have right. been quite the experience. No, no, it wouldn't have been. Oh, be standing around with a bunch of people making awkward talk. And so, who are you? Um, um, Diggy Hole Man, and I'm mime digging a hole. Oh. <laughs> I would have paid to have seen that, though. That would have been great. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I would have felt like one of the, the friends at Queen Victoria's reception. And um, That was good, though, because um, they were worried that Tom Thumb had uh, insulted Queen Victoria. Yeah. Because she said, you're shorter in real life or something. And he says, well, yeah, but you got a fat ass, you cunt. Yeah. He didn't say then, that. He said, he you're said not, something like that. He said, you're not reaching the top shelf, are you? Or something like that. Yeah. What the fuck, Simon? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I thought she was going to say her famous line, we are not amused. 
Aww. But she fucking cracks up laughing. She's pissing herself. She loves it. It's the funniest thing she's ever heard. Yeah. This small man being rude to her. She thought it was. You can get tough. away with anything if you're small, you see. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good Sophie's point. trick. <laughs> I wrote <laughs> dog in caps, and then I said, this is the reason why Booth will mm-hmm. give this movie any points. Was I, I don't know whether I was looking at the screen at that point. I didn't I even remember. see a dog. I didn't oh, remember. Oh, no. Yeah, there was a small dog next to Queen Vicky. Oh. Jesus, I, was, I didn't even, even notice. I'm sorry, dog. Wow. Okay, I'll scratch dogs, that. Though. I'll yeah, scratch man. that off my notes. And then I saw, and then I put um, the part where Jenny Lynn comes on stream. I put Hamana Hamana, Hubba Hubba Awuga, Simon probably. <laughs> I typed in Rebecca Ferguson, Awuga Awuga, Desert Witch Mommy, Homina Homina Homina. What the fuck? What the fuck? You guys spent too much time together. I can't even. (laughs) Fuck is this? I fucking knew it. I knew it. Unbelievable. I even was going to put the whole copy pasta, but I thought I don't want to shit my notes up by putting a whole the yeah. Awuga Awuga copy pasta in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I called it even before we watched the film that you were gonna You like, did. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, you were right. Yeah. Yeah, you were right. One of the be- best things in the film. Um, she was pretty fantastic. Cracking set of lungs. She doesn't actually sing, it's someone else's voice I dubbed know, over her. I know. Same with Hugh Jackman though. You don't fucking do nothing. So... Hugh Jackman actually had skin cancer. He's Australian. It's, you know, 50-50. What the fuck, yeah. Simon? He had skin cancer, I think, on his nose. Yes. And he, yeah, he had to get, like, obviously get it removed and stuff. Um, and then he had, like, 80 stitches on his nose what or something. What the fuck? Yeah, and they, they told him, don't sing. Like, you can't, you can't, like, you know, perform and stuff. This is the sort of thing that I'd do. Like, I'd go to the doctor and say, listen, I've got this gig, right? And they want me to sing. It's a musical, but I, re- I can't fucking sing. I really don't want to do it. They're like, don't worry. I'll write you a note. They'll say that you've uh, got skin cancer. I'm going to tell you not to, not to sing. Uh, and then he gets out of it. Yeah. But he didn't get out of it. He sang. Well, he, he said, did. Oh, Fuck the bloody doctors, what do they bloody know? He downed a VB long neck and he went up and he sang. Yeah. and But, like, he'd been wanting to make this movie apparently for, like, seven years. Like, he ha- he wanted to do this for a very long time. So, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, dream project. The dream project of his. He did not want to get out of it in, in any way, shape, or form. Um, But, yeah, so we, we got the scene with Queen Vicky. They crack a joke. You know, and then like they go to see a, sh- they go to see Jenny Lind perform. He had never heard her sing before, and he was just like, "Yeah, let's fucking go." Yeah, well, she had the reputation of like the, gr- well, she was so, like once again hiring somebody without actually knowing anything about them. Well, he he she, done that. She was like one his- of the most famous people in Europe. She was like she was massive at the time, and she only became more popular because of P.T. Barnum. Mm. But he had never heard her. Um, I, I believe that that's real as well, that that was reality. Probably. And he hires her for a single performance 
a special show. Um, he hides away with the wife, all of the friends. Wife in the crowd with the daughters up in a box, t- yeah. you know, front row, like sort of like a really good seats. And then best seats in the house. Best seats in the house. And then he makes his quote quote unquote family, family stand. Doesn't even give him seats. Yeah, get you know, go stand at the back. I don't want anyone seeing you because it would it would just become a circus and people would be pointing and laughing at them and like it'd be yeah. raucous. When this is supposed to be like highbrow entertainment, an opera singer. And yeah. and but I just still get the impression that he's he's not. This is where it's coming out that he's just a bit of a prick. Yeah, because you know he's changing. You'd you'd put the you could put them in seating away from everybody else and you know where they want to meet in the after party and they're wanting to meet people yeah he has the opportunity to say these, these are real are, people too yeah you know they're no different they're they're lovely people but he just shuts the door on them and say the people won't pay to see you if you're just walking around in public these people wouldn't the pay to see them anyway they're the kind they of people do literally that... pay to see them oh. <laughs> that's the whole that's point that's the whole point of the, of the show <laughs> Yeah. No, I know, but that like those particular people, they probably wouldn't bother going. Well, there's know. all sorts, anyway. right? There's like the bearded lady, there's a tattoo person, there's the Siamese, uh, the conjoined twins. Yeah, you get to see all of them. Maybe you don't care about the tattooed guys. Just go with tattoos. Go down to Weatherspoons. You'll see half a dozen of them. But now, but like, yeah, he could. He could have been like, "This is a nice opportunity for the." For everybody to sort of get to know each get other, get to know and, them, yeah. And oh no, like but this is this is him the... becoming a snob. Yes, mm. he's a snob, and he takes this opportunity as well to invite Charity's parents, who she hadn't spoken to, or they hadn't seen their grandchildren. Because I don't know if he invited them because he was pretty fucking shocked when they showed up. Yeah, they were just the snobby upper class people who were going to see that show anyway and were probably allowed into they the VI. Well no, they were they were probably gonna go watch it anyway, because, you know, it's a high class thing to do to go to the theater mm. and shit. So they were probably gonna be end up there anyway and then he noticed them or she noticed them or something and then So her parents haven't even fucking met their grandchildren. That's fucked. That is so fucked. Hadn't well, they even were, met they them. were shit to him. They they were pieces they were, of shit to him. Shit. So it's like well, no, she no, did not, right. She was not that they did anything wrong. The fact that the the her parents still at that point didn't even go. Yeah, we were shit to you, but like you've got kids. Let me go. Let me meet the kids. So th- they kind of double downed on it. Oh, and, they and... they definitely did. Yeah. Um. And so he he takes this opportunity to try and humiliate them by yeah. saying, "Look, I'm." A rich bastard now. Fuck you. Mm, I've made something of myself. Like you didn't believe I would, and Uh, and uh, really, that just embarrasses him. To be fair, that's more of a reflection on him. He's just a piece of shit. And um, what's his face? uh, Zac Efron's character is holding hands with Zendaya. Yeah. And uh, his is it his parents? See, I think that's his parents. we're, we're zooming. We're zooming ahead a little bit. No, because no, no, no. no he, he starts holding her hand there, and then he goes like, he takes his hand away and walks off because the stuffy white parents like see him standing amongst the the troop of the you know the the circus people, and they're yeah. like, "What the fuck, mm. man!" 
But he tries to make it up to her by going to the theatre with her later. Yeah. We've missed we've missed um the songs. So oh, there's the Don't the, bring up the, the songs. It's a fucking musical. Oh, the song We where... have to talk about the songs. The So there's Never Enough, which is the um the one that Rebecca Ferguson doesn't sing. Yeah. Well, um And then the... it's strange having someone else's voice come out of her mouth. It looked very um, convincing though. Like so props, I guess. But you're talking about the this, so this is me song, the one where they like where he shuts the door uh, no. on their face. Yeah. I'm talking about Never Enough, the one that she sings. Yeah, yeah, no, she sings that, which is a lovely song. Which is a bad song. What? Oh. Well, it's, oh. it sounds good. I don't what, what's, It's a bad song. What what's They're wrong all bad with the song? <laughs> it's a terrible song. Um okay. I don't like it at all. I thought it was terrible. Okay. Um I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm so sorry. That's fine. So th- who was it who sang the song? It was someone who came like joint thirteenth in the voice or something. Lauren Alred, her name is. I wrote down that you know this lady's an opera singer, didn't they say she's an opera singer? Opera, opera, but she's mm. not singing any opera. That's no, just singing. It's not opera. That's not um, <laughs> very contemporary music. It just threw me. It yeah. really threw me. I didn't think the song was very strong. Uh, it wasn't an opera song. And it wasn't the actress singing it. There was just so many things that were just like off about it. Mm. Um, yeah. But then we then we have the 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 gayest song so far is "This Is Me" that comes up when the um, the friends aren't allowed into the party. I like that and they song. They just start That's... singing and dancing in the streets. This I like that song. That song is like it's yeah. I don't know. Get... It starts off sad, and then it becomes like hopeful, and then they're like. They're talking about being proud and and being who you are, and it is it's, it's the gayest of all the songs. Mm. <laughs> um, there's no subtlety at all with it, and and everybody like watching it is is they're loving it. They're thinking this is the best thing ever. I like it because like the dancing was really nice. Anthem. The I like this the is cure- this is the one that Kesha covered. What? It's on the soundtrack, right? What? <laughs> How do you not know that? I thought you listened to the soundtrack. Yeah, her name, it, it says Kiela Settle and the Greatest Showman Ensemble. That's what, that's all. But This Is Me. Yes. I don't see. Is it This Kesha Is Me? Anywhere? Am I looking at the, is this the wrong song? You might be Hang thinking on. of something else. Kesha, This Is Me from the Greatest Showman soundtrack. No. It's literally, it's literally on the soundtrack. What? No. I thought you listen. I thought you listened to the soundtrack on Spotify. I do, and that this is what it doesn't say her name in Spotify. It just says Kiela Settle and the Greatest Showman Ensemble, number seven, which almost has yeah. But this that's the that's the the song that's in the actual film. But then in, I think the credits. Maybe, oh. or at least on the soundtrack, there's the cover of it. Oh, I don't bloody know. Who gives a shit? Okay. I thought you were like, oh yeah, I loved it. Kesha's fantastic. It's a great version Kesha's- of it. You've probably never even heard it. Maybe not. I don't really. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> what? what? Okay. Kesha's all right. Like, yeah. Sure. You're going to have to listen to that version of yeah, it then. I'll, I'll listen to see it. See if you after. like it. Yeah. 
I'll see if I've heard it oh, before. That surprises me. That really surprises me. I've heard all the other songs, like, quite a few times. Because I think okay. they're bangers. They, some of them are. Some of sure. them are bangers, yeah. Some of them are. Uh, so so we get the scene where he like takes it to the theater and then I think he runs into his parents again and they're like, oh, what are you doing with the help? And then... Oh. Yeah. She like, runs off and he has to... Because she's African-American. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She runs off, does the quickest fucking like outfit change in the world, um, ends up back at the circus... And she's getting ready to like practice her. She does trapezing mm. with yeah. her brother. Zach Efron. Zach Efron says, "I know you want me." <laughs> and in in my notes, I said, "I want to puke." <laughs> yeah, it was. But then, then begins the best song in the whole fucking musical. Rewrite the stars, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I like it, but I don't think it's the best one. But I think like. I think you're right. I think a lot of people do like that one. It's got a lot of listens. It seems popular. It's a banger. Um, and it's off the back of such a, like, like Jesus, just the, 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 the racism, the, the Zac Efron being cringe. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And they're like going around, you know, whizzing around in the air, going around in circles. Yeah. There was like, cause there was a scene when him and Zendaya, like, you know, when he first sees her and she does that like really slow motion, you know, trapeze thing where she points yeah. in his face and he's, uh, that's their cute, meet cute. Yeah. I guess. Um, he instantly falls in love with her. He like immediately, yeah, just falls in love with her. But she says like, you know, when they have like their slight interaction at the beginning where she says to him, Everyone's got an act, and I said, yes. and I said that's so deep. She's saying he puts on an that act is, for the stuffy snob. That's, I love that. That's so good. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh damn, she can see right through him. And I'm glad you brought that up because we'll we'll well we'll get to that. Uh, you know, when we're done finished about the film, yeah, talking about the film. Um, so so Barnum. He was sad because he was poor, and his wife could never understand because she came from wealth. <laughs> and and Jenny Lind, the Swedish nightingale, she used to be poor, and now she's popular, and she's a performer like Barnum is. But she's also and a his wife doesn't understand him. And anyway, um, he says goodbye to his wife, and he goes on tour with her for like a year and a half. I love. And- that. Wait, is it actually a year and a half? <laughs> Something like that. Holy yeah. shit! I love that his like children are screaming after the car, running down the stairs. He can see them, and he does yeah. not give a flying fuck. But before that, he's like, "I'm doing this for the kids." I'm just like, hmm. "Wow, you are a asshole, my guy. You are a piece of shit." Oh yeah, yeah. this guy's shit. We have um th- another number, tightrope, which was um. Michelle, Michelle Williams singing that one. She was singing that one. Yeah, that's interesting. Not a good song. Not a good song. It's all right. Did not did not like that at all. Um, there's you know the 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 girls performing on stage doing ballet or whatever. She looks sad because he's not in the audience watching her. He's missing them. He's missing his daughters growing up. 
because he's off on tour around the United States. Mm. Um, but he's there watching Jenny Lind perform at the uh, at the opera, and he's like clapping her and admiring her. And you know, well, roses are being thrown on stage. The whole thing and- about that situation bothered me because it. You know, in the beginning, he's like, oh, yeah, people are different. I need to I want to showcase the different people and how we're all the same. We're just humans at the end of the day. You know, we mm. need to be kinder to each other, accept each other. But also, like, there's a spectacle element of there, you know, in there. But then he, like, leans into the whole, you know. Um, Touring with the beautiful singer. Well, yeah, he's you know, he made I think there was like a line at some point that said, like, I want to be more than just the spectacle. Um, like, you know, someone who just puts. A spectacle on and all this shit like I want to be taken more seriously and stuff so it just mm. like really solidified the whole you, you know you 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 didn't really want to do this because you wanted different people to be more respected or more like he just accepted. wanted to be rich yeah he just he wanted, just to, wanted be to be rich yeah. and he, yeah, his wife much. just wanted to be happy and he didn't have that same thing and then Jenny Lind makes a pass at him because she thinks that feels the same because it looks like he fucking does to be honest yep. yeah but he's like oh no all right i'm off and then he just fucking goes home and she quits be- because that night she's having a sing on stage and at the end of the performance she she kisses him and of course <clears throat> papped paparazzied all the fucking camera flashes go off. They've all got it. Even and though uh, the front page, even though it was a drawing on the front page, but sure, yeah, which yeah. is a bit weird. <laughs> um, but it's fine, and is obviously that's made it to his wife before, uh, before he even does mm. that news. And she's packed her bags, and she is off to live with her parents. The house is being repossessed some some fucking reason. Well, it's a big fucking house and he's not there and like she's probably not taking care of shit, I guess. I, like she's like, "Oh, they've repossessed the house and the, it was set up that he needed the tour to keep going for like 50 or 60 shows or whatever mm. right. in order to break even." Yeah, f- no no no, 41. Yeah, Zacharfon said right, 41. You you won't break even until 40 and then Hugh Jackman's like, 41, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was true. And a reminder, he did make the equivalent of $20 million off of this tour. What? In real life? Um, what? Wait, what? And, and Jenny, the singer, made about 12, and she gave it all to charity, setting up, like, schools in Sweden. What a... Cr- not, not to charity the wife, to actual no, charity. to actual Can charity. Can you imagine? <laughs> Hugh Jackman, sorry, uh, PC Barnum gave it to charity, his wife, and um, she gave it to charity to set up schools. Wow, um, what a fucking queen. Holy shit. There was, there was a law that was passed um, in Sweden that every district needed a school, and a load of places didn't have schools, and suddenly they were like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to build a school or convert one of our buildings into a school, um, and that, that all cost money, and she poured money into it wow. so that all these new schools popped up across the country. What a queen. That's actually Sweet fucking amazing. Things. Yeah, Something man. about Scandinavians that are just so um, philanthropic in a lot of ways. So she's not the kind of woman that smooches a married man and um, all this bullshit. Right, yeah, which is kind of weird 
character assassination, but whatever. She ended the tour because he was being like really weird about pr- promoting and publicizing it and turning it into a bit of a spectacle. And well, no, and she, she ended it because it gross. oh, this is real life. Yeah, in you real need life, to, you need to distinguish what when you're when you're saying because I'm like no. In the what mi- did it say? She didn't end it because because she she didn't kiss she didn't kiss him. Well, that was not real. Right. None of that was real. Yeah. Um. Oh, we're missing we're missing the scene that where they um the family are really like the Avengers when they're fighting the locals and they're all using their superpowers. <laughs> that scene was brilliant. Oh my god, you're right. I totally forgot. So the the Cuz this 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 yeah, the oh, hecklers, so the 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 hooligans, the ones who don't like them, uh want them to leave and stuff. You know, Hugh Jackman left Zac Efron in charge as the ringleader and stuff. Um they just started brawling um you know because they were like this the fat guy uses his belly to push someone away yeah one person just the acrobats all you're doing acrobatic shit yeah it was insane but you're right the man was... with tattoos didn't do anything as far as like, <laughs> what, what can you do if you got tattoos the bearded lady suffocated someone with a beard tattoos would be him on it tattoos would be a really cool idea for a superhero because the tattoos on their body could be weapons like oh, I pick. I'm pretty sure there are tattooed superheroes. Oh, did, where, is like, that the what tattoos they... come to life or whatever? Oh, okay, then ignore me. But I, I don't know who yeah. that is. But that's the cool thing if that is the case. Um, so one of the buildings actually did burn down while they were filming the Greatest Showman, and it wasn't the yeah, not not when they were filming this scene where um the place is burnt down. Yeah, the uh, the museum. Um, the actual set did burn down, and they filmed it, and they used footage of it in the film, apparently. <laughs> um, well, you know, why not, I guess? That's just clever. That's just budget. Like, that's, that's budgeting for you. Yeah. Five, five of the extras were retired volunteer firemen, and they, that is amazing. they managed to keep... They kept the fire from spreading too much until the, um, the real active fire service arrived. Wow. There were 150 people or so on set at the time. Wow. So it Heroes. it could have gone very yeah. very badly, but no one was even injured. Heroes, man. That's that's heroic as fuck. Heroes. Thank you for your service. Salutes. Salutes clap. Should we Yeah, let's applaud. Should we applaud for the fire service. Can always count on booth. So um, the entire set was written off, um, including three hundred thousand dollars worth of lighting. Okay. That was just gone. Ooh, really? Fucking gone. Um, but at least it did sort of, you know, look look like it, it, an actual real fire because it was. And um, they did. You know, luckily the, the 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 cameras kept rolling to capture it. You have to in these situations, right? Mm. Yeah, crazy, absolutely crazy. Of course, in real life, um, this isn't what happened. Um, okay. The um, the actual fire happened like years later. Oh. Um, it was over a decade later. The actual fire, and this was the fire that had the um, the two whales that boiled to death. What? They had whales. <laughs> he had two whales. Where the, at the f- show. Was he keeping they- all these animals? <laughs> Fucking boiled to death in the fire. This is the which worst is like, thing I've ever heard. What the insane. fuck? Insane. 
Absolutely insane. That is um, insane. Oh, it, so it's around, I think it's about 1851. If the tour's just ended, it's 1851 in the film. Okay. And it, it was 14 years later when the fire happened. Jeez. Um, so they fudged that a bit. And uh, old blokey, Zac Efron, was injured in the, in the film. But he wasn't <gasps> in real life. He shouldn't have run into the fucking building. He's trying to find Zendaya. Yeah. yeah. He runs inside. Zendaya's like, hey, where's he going? <laughs> and then and then Hugh Jackman has to go, I, oh, fuck, better bloody go and sort this out then. Yeah, he goes in. He's already lost. He's already lost his family. He's not going to bloody lose his mate. Little, his little toy boy toy. <laughs> so to, to, to summarise this... There's a fire that didn't happen for another 14 years. What happens and in the a film? fictional character runs into the building to save another fictional character that he thinks is inside. Mm. And then P.T. Barnum runs in after him. Mm. Um, and then Zendaya's sad. <sighs> and uh, she. Zach Efron's in, in hospital. Yeah. And. Um, Sleeping. I forget, what, I forget what happens. They sing a she song. She holds about his her. hand. Um, Hugh Jackman is very sad in a bar, wallowing the whole. He's lost his. He's lost his show. He's lost his wife. He's lost, he's lost his, his house, money. His money. No, not his money. Well, his money's all tied into the business, and he needed the tour to continue to make the money back. Oh, but then does the everybody film? say like we'll help you rebuild it? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he goes like, we don't need. We we just need a tent. The so the, the 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 friends say that they literally do say that it's about family. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah we're right. a family. That's why I said it at the end. I said they they all said we're a family. Like the, you know, don't worry about it. We'll do this together. Blah blah blah. Then there's another. There's there's the worst one of the worst songs plays. It's like a sort of like a country music westerny kind of thing. Oh, with a banjo playing. On. Do, 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 come do, back do. home, come back home, come back home. I like the one. dancing though. The dancing was fun. There's a lot of dancing. It's pretty pog. Yeah, yeah. the dancing was fun. The there was a lot of really talented dancers in it. Hugh Jackman does a bit of a dance with his friends. He's he's full of spunk again, <laughs> and he just runs. He just runs full of cum out into the street. He jumps <laughs> on the back of a, of a computer generated train. <laughs> oh, that's right. Through computer generated city, uh, and he he goes back to um, his wife's parents' house. They're like, she's not here, and, and then the kids are on the stairs, and they're like, she's at the beach. He goes to the beach, and. Um, he 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 sings to his wife and she makes her happy and then and then they're back together. Yeah, she's she's very very easily <laughs> persuaded. Um, doesn't and that's the reprise of the million whatever song? Yeah, million right? dreams. Like back million back dreams. to roots, yeah. back to basics. Like we were two kids. You know, the two yeah. kids on the beach. We're pretty. Aww. Yeah, we're having to start from the ground up again, basically. Um, and um, then he. Decides, you know what? I'm not gonna waste this again. I'm gonna make uh, Zac Efron be the ringleader mm. of this circus because they've got the tent now. This is where they're gonna just like it can buy so they it need cheap. It. They don't need building. They got they don't tent. Need building. They got tent. 
and uh, he says, Zach, you can be the ringleader now. Imaginary person, you can be the ringleader because I'm going to go and spend some time with me kids. I'm going to watch them grow up. Even though, doesn't the- Even though he literally said, people come to see you, you. and your ideas. And yeah. he's like, I don't yeah. give a shit anymore. I'm just going to leave. He's just going to leave his, in inverted commas, family once again because he just can't be fucked. Yeah, he just wants... Well, there is fake family. His real family is is his wife and daughters. Yeah. Um, and he goes to, like, the ballet and, and the kids are dancing. And one and of his turns out that the, One of the daughters <laughs> is a fucking birch tree. <laughs> Her face just sticking She's yeah. really happy about it, though, you know. So What was the funny. message there? Like, not everyone I is meant to be. <laughs> Some people are meant to be a tree. <laughs> I was like, what is the message here? Like, some people uh, are going to be special in life and other people are just... It's okay if you're a background character and a tree or something yeah it's okay to be a tree some people are just born <laughs> Honestly, to be that's, trees that's quite inspirational it is it's kind of in a way true you can be though. a tree if you want it yeah yeah but no, that's the end of the film yeah that's, uh, that's how it wraps we made up. it we made it we did it everyone we did it God, i thought you i thought you both would be a lot more scathing in your commentary. You don't think Booth is being scathing? <laughs> Not really. I, she was like a lot harsher about heat. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah, I, she I really, fucking hated that. You know, um, I like G and uh, I don't want to, I don't want to upset her. No, no, but like, I, as much as I like, yeah, it's, I like the film, but like, just be honest. It doesn't bother me, truly. Do you like, want to know what I rated this? Yeah. What did you rate it? Zero. Okay. Final. A zero. Final. A zero final, out of ten. That's final. Final look, thoughts. Yeah. Come yeah. on, we got to stick to the format. All right. Final thoughts and rating. Booth, go first. Zero out of ten. Uh, it made me feel quite unwell. I forgot everything. It was like watching an advert the whole way through. None of it was real. I didn't feel connected to any of the characters. I didn't think it was any way fun, endearing. I didn't think it was interesting in any way. Um, so it gets a zero from me. Zero? Is there anything good about the film that you can say? Yeah, just one good thing. Because if there is, then it doesn't deserve a zero. No, you can still say one nice thing and still have a zero. I like the, the zebras, even though they were just painted Painted horses, horses yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, literally nothing that redeems it. I would rather Jesus Christ. watch Cats, the new Cats, again. Oh my than God. This. Wow, that's, that's, my God. that's insane. Because that's at kind least of insane, I can jam booth. out to the songs in that. And there's fucking, there's Ian McKellen trying to lap at some water. It's really funny. Ugh. Oh, do we? I think we need to put Cats on the list. I like, no, we don't need to put Cats on the I list. I haven't I'm seen it, then. and I feel like... You can watch it in your own time, Jim. Yeah, just watch no. it in your own fucking time. Get your friends together. Get your friends round. Have a little Cats party. Saying, saying that, though, um, you, you should have added a new film onto the list, oh, and the I... musical category is free now. Mm-hmm. No, so... it doesn't have to be musical. and like It doesn't have to be. It doesn't be. have to be. We, we, we established that we can just do... I feel like we should just do whatever. Because like, yeah. I'm, ha- I'm not going to have... I want it to ha- be different genres. Sure. Okay. There can be some crossover, okay. right? So you can have two kind of spooky movies that kind of could be qualified as horror, but one's more sci-fi, 
or something. I think, Just I think so as, long ver- as, as long as you've got some variation of some mm. stuff, you know, right. yes. it wouldn't be fair if I was picking uh, six horror films from the 80s. That's no fun. So... Well, that is fun. But... It's pretty fun in a different way. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it makes it less fun for rolling the dice. Um, yeah. Okay. But what did you think of uh, The Greatest Showman before we get onto that, Simon? Um, I I thought I would absolutely hate it, and I didn't. Um, I didn't think it was a terrible movie. I didn't like the deviations from reality. Mm. Um, the the A lot of the musical numbers just, I thought, were really bad or just not... Didn't gel with me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, though, I thought were pretty good. Some of them I thought were pretty good. Um, I, re- I did really like the, the actual story, the pacing. The screenplay was was good. The editing was very good. There were some really good transitions. With, like, montages yeah, mon- and stuff. Montages and transitions I found at various points were actually, like, well done. Um, I, th- I think it told the story very well, even though it was, like, fictionalised version. Mm. Um, of of Barnum's life and Rebecca Ver- Ferguson was in it, so <laughs> I gave it a six out of ten. I thought it was, you know, fine, a fine, fine film, not a good film, a fine film. Nice, six out of ten. Nice, cool. What um, about you, G? I would give it probably. Uh, I mean, you know how I feel about it. Um, yeah. So the rating, I would say five. Cool. What? Yeah. Five. Yeah. You gave it less than I gave it. Yeah. That's allowed, Simon. <laughs> what the fuck? Like I said, it's a it's a fast food movie. It's got Absolutely. some bangers. I can't believe it. The, what the fuck? What? It's an av- like it's it's just it's an average if not like it's a slightly a yeah. above average film. It's a very I can't believe this. I can't believe you've done this to me. What? It's like this it's is hilarious. <laughs> I'm so fucking annoyed at you. Oh, I'm so annoyed that you've done this. Five oh, out of ten. Brilliant. Did you say that because I gave it six? No. And you're like, I'm going to give it one less than Simon. No, gave it. I was, I was like between a five and a six. I feel like it's just between a five and a six. Okay, it's between a five and a six. Five point five. Yeah, a, f- a five point five. Are you sure. happy? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I have a couple questions. Quick fire questions. Okay. Well, here's a statement first. Oh. Flop or success, eighty-four million budget, four hundred and thirty-five million box office, which is insane. It was a success. It was a great success. It was the greatest success. The greatest success. <laughs> uh, my, Jesus. And my first question is: If you guys were going to be in the circus, what would your act be? Bearded lady. Everyone's. Everyone's got an act, Zendaya said. Yeah. Everyone's got an act. So yeah. what would it be? Simon would dig holes, 100%. Be digging holes, singing his little song. I'm the diggy diggy hole man. And it'd also be like a lion tamer, but just with his cats. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. With a tiny covered little... covered in scars. Tiny little chair, <laughs> trying to fend them off. Trying to put your head in their mouth, but it doesn't really it work. It doesn't so really work, yeah. Finger no. in the mouth. Booth gives me, like, a Snow White, like... Can perform with animals type <laughs> performance. Disney princess, Disney princess birds land on the yeah. Birds I would perform. love right. to be. Um, I would love to be a contortionist. I think that'd, that'd be, be cool. Oh my god! I, I just like 
I'm small enough and I've got hypermobility in my joints anyway. So I could probably squash myself into a box dead easy. Yeah. So you don't have <laughs> claustrophobia then if you're saying that. I do. Oh. But oh. if I'm making money off it, then no. I could probably deal. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, I mean, wouldn't that, add, wouldn't that add to the act? As me going, ah, She's just screaming at the box. <laughs> I walk into the middle of the ring. I start digging a hole. I hit something. I pull out a little box <laughs> that was buried. I open the box. Boof flops out of it, gasping for air, crying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. What is your act, G? What is your act? Um, juggling plates, maybe like the spinning yeah. of plates. Can you juggle? Yeah, a little I bit. I can see. I can definitely see oh. G as one of those, um, like the world's strongest woman. Oh, pog! Like she'd have the she'd have the proper the old school dumbbells, like the the round ones, and she'd have mm-hmm. a, a leopard print leotard on, and she'd be just lifting shit. <laughs> that is, yeah, I'd love that. That or like the spinning of plates. I, that, yeah, that, I, both I, at the same time. Both I at the same time. Do. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good shout. Um, and then, you got muscly arms, right? No, you got muscly arms. Got fucking noodle arms, bro. Big muscles. What? All the powers in the arms. No, I got, got all the power in the thighs. In the, exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> Crushing watermelons between your thighs. Yes. Yeah. Boof gets. It. <laughs> Can I do the ping pong ball tree? <laughs> oh no! No. <laughs> Oh jeez! That's not the thighs. <laughs> I wonder how Jesus like Christ. I wonder what the technique is with that. Do you think they have to like go fast and hard to like pop it out at like a high velocity? No. You gotta go fast and hard, yeah. No, like you know when you know when you do like what is it, kegels? Kegels. Kegels yeah. in the gym you gotta like, you know, up, down, up, down. Man, pelvic floor is just gonna it's be important. It is. Um, and the final question before we quickly do the, uh, the the movie selection and whatnot is: Could it be a video game? No. Okay. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it'd be. It could make a good rhythm game if it's like a musical and. Oh yeah. And imagine like the knife throwing bit. You have to like tap the thing at the right time, otherwise you fucking cut someone's face off. Um, do, do you um do you remember in in schools you'd get those little circus games that were like learning games they'd be like I do remember this I do remember um uh, I think it was Mr Hughes we we tied him to a spinning wheel <laughs> You tied your teacher to a spinning wheel Yeah and we threw knives at him I was talking about a video game Oh right, okay. Sorry. You were talking about you actually decided to punish your, like your teacher. By... Well, it wasn't a punish. I think it was a kink, actually. Oh, okay. I think he was kind of. Well, into there was it. there was video games on like the BBC Micro, and it was like um, you've got to right, granddad. Yeah, you've got to you've got to like measure the the weights so the the tightrope walker can stay balanced on the rope, and there was ones like with little seals spinning balls on the noses, and. It would be, I think it would be like uh, something like that, like an educational circus yeah. game. From 30 years from, ago. From, um, I think we're probably approaching 40 or 50 years ago, Simon. Yeah, Simon. Jeez, 50, 
It would all be... No, I don't think that that long ago. Jesus. I mean, honestly, it could work. Imagine, like, a maybe, like, a GTA-style, like, open-world role-playing... You know, you're, B- you're P.T. Barnum, and you're, like... Or, like, a Ubisoft. <laughs> Punch a guy and steal his elephant. <laughs> yeah. It's a GTA. Like, a GTA or a Ubisoft game. Like, a, you know, open-world. you got to find... Right. you got to go and talk to... You know, you find the bearded lady and she's like, yeah, I'll join your troop if you, like, go and fetch my uh, my oh, my shaving fetch cream. Quest. Yeah, like, fetch quest shit. Saints Row! It's Saints Row. You're getting the gang back together. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. I, it could possibly work like that, I think. But yeah, that is our discussion on The Greatest Showman. Oh. It's Next over. question for you, G. Yeah. What have you re- what have you replaced it with on your list? I have replaced two films on my list, and I think <laughs> you guys might actually be happy. Um, okay, all right. <laughs> couldn't be more happy that this is over. <laughs> so, what has replaced the Greatest Showman? So, I've replaced the Greatest Showman with Sea of Love. Oh, what? It ah, is a his... Al Pacino film, oh. the nineteen eighty nine ne- neo noir thriller film. Um, and it's about Al, it's got Al Pacino noir. N- noir sorry, I'm, I'm far <laughs> yeah. too Australian to uh, pronounce that correctly. And it's about a troubled New York detective who investigates a serial killer who finds victims using personal oh, ads shit. in a mag- film. in a magazine and leaves a song "Sea of Love" playing at the crime scene. Oh my god! So okay, that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds great. She got a great ass. She got a great ass. <laughs> so there you what go. Do you got? There you go. I thought I'd make you happy, and I have. Thank you. You're welcome. And I've removed, which I the help. I, yep, yep. I've oh, removed it because I know you probably just did not want that there. And I have replaced <sighs> it with John Carpenter's "They Live." Yay! Oh shit! Let's go, bitches! There you go. <laughs> oh my god! You're welcome. Thanks, G. You're welcome. Oh, thank Redeemed. you. So we've got the Fly, John Carpenter's They Live, Rambo: First Blood, yeah. The Prestige, and Sea of Love. <laughs> you got three sci-fi movies on there. That's but only, fine. Well, I mean, you don't have. To, you're not really sci-fi, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It That's doesn't good. matter. It's, it's fine. They're all quite different. What's on my list? I haven't changed anything, I think. Uh, Daredream of the Hidden, Brian and Charles, American Movie, Kung Pao, and Cemetery Man. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon, Simon is in the up. running this week because... Yeah. You know. Yep. He's back in, I, baby. I, I've had to replace the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension, which was a real, real hit film. Mm-hmm. That one. We um, loved it. I have replaced that with. I'm interested to see if Booth knows this. It's a film from 2010. It's called Who Killed Captain Alex? It oh. rings a bell? It's Uganda's, Uganda's first action movie. Oh, that. Yeah. It's on yes. YouTube. Excellent. Um, it's. It's. Yeah, a few memes were born from this. Um. Very low budget action movie. Is that with the just... Why are you running? Why are you running? Meme, or is that a different thing? I think that's a different one, but we'll Dude, you know, maybe we'll it, see. This has insane ratings. Choice. What the? F- it's very short as well. Um, it's an hour and four. So I've got 
I've still on my fair lady. I've got Black Dynamite, Extro, Who Killed Captain Alex, Krull, and Dead Again on my mm. list. So, oh Jesus Christ, it's 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 time for the roll. Let's, time to uh, roll. Let's time to get roll. the dice roller up. Oh my God, this is this is it's always nerve wracking. I don't is. know why it shouldn't be nerve wracking, really. But it is though. I don't know why. So our first roll is what number on the list of each of our lists this is to mm-hmm. narrow it down to one film on each of our curated lists, and we have six. So, Dead Again, <laughs> They Live, or Cemetery Man? Okay. Ooh. That's, that's, I think I'm going to be happy with any of this. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty good. Thriller, sci-fi, and horror movie. Um, okay, so a one or a two will be Dead Again. A three or a four will be They Live. A five or a six will be Cemetery Man. Let's see what we get. What do we get? <gasps> we got one. <gasps> that's me. That's Dead Again. <laughs> That's dead again. We're going to be watching Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson. <laughs> Damn. Um, in a in a in a in a hot steamy thriller. I don't know if it's that hot or steamy. Um, I haven't where... seen this, so this um... is. I remember this very fondly. It's it's uh, Andy Garcia's in it. Derek Jacobi, Robin Williams. They're all like supporting roles, but it's got a hell of a cast. Oh yeah, Campbell it's got a lot Scott. Of Damn. Yeah. Kenneth Branagh directed it as well. Um, it's got Miriam Margulies in it. Oh, Miriam Margulies is based. Love her. Maybe one of the reasons I like this is because it reminds me of um, the Dream Theater concept album, um, Metropolis Part 2, Scenes from a Memory. I'm excited um, to find out why that invokes that particular memory okay. in the next episode. Good. Good. Oh, this is exciting. Oh. Yay. Holy shit. It's, I didn't think I would win. I don't know why. It's just random, isn't it? It's just yeah. I thought it'd just be G again. I thought we were stuck in the pattern of it being GG, Sophie, Sophie, Simon, Simon. Yeah, I... GG, Sophie, Sophie, Simon, Simon, forever. Well, I like the lists. The lists are, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Now that I've like fine-tuned mine a little bit, so I don't torture you guys with the help and, uh, you know, Greatest Showman, which is already you to, I I don't want you to... Um... Tone down films that you really like, you know, that even if you think that we won't like them, you should still stay true to what your tastes are. Yeah, like well. I've decided to like make a li- like an, an extended list where, you know, I'm going to add more and more to it. Like I put Tomb Raider on there, like the first, mm. the, the Angelina Jolie one. So I'm gonna homina. Yeah, so I'm like adding more and more stuff to that list and then, you know, when I feel like maybe obviously when I get picked or whatever, I'll like change stuff out. So yeah. don't, I'm still sticking true, cool. but I don't want to torture you guys too much. But I will <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Yeah. So <laughs> we're both just like thank in you, unison. G. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, G. Uh, that is it for episode. Episode 7 Episode 7 this was Um, Of course if you want Bonus content You can check out our Patreon You get episodes a week early as well Um, And there's some other stuff too That I can't can't remember right now We'll put our notes on there Shouting out the Giga Yomper As a thank you Yes The, the, The podcast is officially live On you know Amazon Google, Spotify, we have a YouTube channel for it for those of you who 
listen to your podcast on YouTube because you pay for YouTube Premium. Um, but yeah, we have the Patreon that is officially live as well. The podcasts are releasing. Um, so if you want to support us over on the Patreon, that'd be pretty cool. There are three tiers. Uh, three pounds, ten pounds, and... 25 pounds we should really have the, name the tiers after us you know i'm the, the bottom tier no. the 25 pound tier is simon just to yeah i think that sounds fair yeah. nice. <laughs> Hell, simon. um and the the giga yomper is like uh like executive uh you know what's it called executive pro- producer producer so you get like mm-hmm. a cheeky shout out at the end of our episode anyway See you next time, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. You've been listening to Yomp, a podcast. (laughs) Peacocks. Got to do it in a Welsh accent. (laughs) Peacocks. Hello, hello, Simon. Peacocks. There you go. Lovely. Hello, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Yomp. I'm here right now to thank the giga yompers of the uh, Patreon members who are doing us the honour of being the highest tier on Patreon. You two can join this tier, but you can just join any tier or you just don't have to. You know, I don't mind. I'm not going to tell you off. I just appreciate you listening to us natter on about stuff. So, without further ado... Thank you so much, Sleepy Deej. Thank you so much, Cara Jackson. Thank you, Scott5877. Thank you very much, Kyle. Thank you, Cornelius Vander. Thank you to I Am A Robot 012C. Thank you, Look33. And thank you, thank you, Enki13. You guys are just really all round cool and awesome, and we appreciate you to no end. Thank you so much once again for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>